Yo, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, Chef Che, your L.A.-based, loyalty-raised music appreciator. And we're tapped in. We're tapped into the to episode 14, okay? It's been a real journey. Um, it's been a real journey. I took a break. I took a four-week break at the end of the year. Not that I deserved it. Um, of the podcast, just to kind of reevaluate and see what I wanted to keep, what I want to change and things like that and have different intentions as we grow. So that is why I was missing. But we came back last week with a phenomenal episode, I thought, with Ebi Akbar, talented, talented rapper, artist, um, writer, super cool individual. I had I had a really good time and I just, I appreciate her for coming on. So thank you, Ebi, if you are watching this. Um, and to my listeners, please check her out. If you didn't see last week, just just tap into her because she has these swerve sessions that are really dope where she freestyles and just a cool individual. So tap in, tap in. She's going places. She's going places. And don't don't be late. Don't be late on the train. There are a couple things I want to talk about this week. Obviously, with four weeks being gone, four weeks of me being gone, a lot's happened. You know, we've we have a new sitting president. Capitol Hill, all these things happened. And I'm not going to touch on every single thing because I feel like I don't want to oversaturate what's already going on in your minds. But, you know, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to tap into some things. We're going to tap into some things. Um, And I also, again, this podcast is here to support, motivate, and inform. Okay. That's our pure, that's our main objective here. So, I try to align topics with that. If it's not informing you on something, if it's not um, supporting somebody else or asking you guys for support on my end, and if it's not motivating you, then I don't really want to touch on it too much. Because um, that's negative energy. Who likes negative energy? So as you notice, I changed a little bit of an element. I added the video the, the video version now, the vlog version. So you can now tap into YouTube, which you could have before. But now you can tap into YouTube to see me actually performing this podcast. Yeah, and I'm going to try and keep them the same. I'm going to try and keep the audio podcast part and the video part um, as close together as I can. But I can't make any promises because I'm a creative. And I can't, some things I just, I got I to gotta make magic with. So with that said... Let's jump into our first topic. Woo! As you can see, I look a little different. I have sinus problems. Don't know why, but I do. So my eyes will get watery, my face will get puffy, I'll be sneezing, blase, blase. So, ladies and gentlemen, First topic, first, first topic. I wanted to talk about, I guess me, right? Um, since I'm doing this vlog situation now, I think people are going to, you know, people are always inquiring. There's always inquiring minds everywhere. Everybody wants to know everybody's fucking business, which I don't agree with, but I understand what comes with having a platform and things like that. Not that I have a huge platform or anything like that, but impact is impact. Cool. So, 
I guess the backstory of this, because I mentioned it on the last episode, but with Evie Akbar. Back in the day, I wanted to be, how did I get into this? How did I, I get into this? How did I get into this? Okay. If you don't know, I do it all by myself. Podcast, record, edit, blah, 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 write, all this other stuff. I do all this stuff by myself. But how did I get here? And I, I'm just going to keep it a buck. I hope I don't over explain. But how I got here is I've always loved music. My dad, you know, very impactful in my childhood, very uh, musically inclined, just very creative dude, you know? And he's always been like really into me and my brother being creative and like not like not boxing us in as kids. Anyways, long story short, so I I got into music at a young age. Was in a group, just Belgian music, just you know. But as I got older, it never really left me. And I always, ever, always, when me and my mom would talk about like me being older and like getting married. I would always say I'm going to marry somebody that sings or at least can sing. They may not sing, but they can sing anyway. So that's just how deep embedded I was with music. So I was dating somebody. They, 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 they sang one day. They're like, Hey, you know, can you give me a ride to the studio? Blah, blah. I'm like mm, studio. Okay. I wonder what happens there. You know, it's probably going to be fun as fuck. Well, it wasn't. It was cool, but it wasn't fun. Like, But when I went in there, I just saw all these lights. I saw all these knobs. I saw this old white man. He looked like the guy off of Batman. I think this is Batman. Where, like, he had that, like, hair that just fell, you know? And it was, like, thin. And he had those, he had, like, cool, groovy glasses, like, fucking, uh, what's it, what's my face? Um... Austin Powers. He had like Austin Power glasses on. They were like orange and he had like that ugly ass hair, but he was happy. He was doing exactly what he wanted to do. It was a weird, it was weird experience because all I was paying attention was him. He was fine. He was so cool with himself. He was so calm. But at the end of the day, he had this happy glow. And I was thinking like, I can't sing, blah, blah, blah. This is like my closest way. I get to see people sing every single day of my life, a different song probably. And I think that's super cool. I was asking him all these questions and like at the end of it, he was like, you want to do this? You know? And I was like, I mean, I don't know. I never, he was like, he was like, well, if you want to do this, you can. And he was like, you can do anything. And it was weird. It was like my dad had like flashed and like said some shit like that. Right. And he was like, you can do it. Super easy, something like that. Even though I knew it wasn't easy, I knew all these knobs were crazy, and I knew I was just a black girl on the streets at the time, but, like, I believed them. And after that, I was so hell-bent on learning music. I was doing, I was doing everything. I was, so the girl I was dating, I, she knew a lot of producers and stuff. I pay one of these white boy producers every week. I'm telling you, every week I was paying him like 150 on top of driving, driving like an hour and a half out, two hours out, right? It was like Riverside or something crazy, bumblefuck, nowhere, right? I was paying him 150 to teach me how to produce 
it was a waste of money. He was just just taking it. He was just taking my money, bro. It was crazy. Now that I know, if I ever saw him, I probably, I, you know, I probably just give him a good one. But um, I I I I learned after like what it was like two months of doing that. I was like, yeah, no, um, I need to go to school. This dude ain't gonna teach me shit. And and I'm coming up with all this money out of nowhere. So I got to do it right. I decided I'm going to go back to school. Well, I never really graduated high school. Never really had the urge. I didn't like school. So I went up to L.A. Film School. I was like, hey. They were like, oh, okay. Well, we just need your transcripts and you're, you know, you graduated, right? Nope. Well, you have to graduate high school in order to go to college. I'm like, what? Oh, shit. But I was, I knew I was going to make music. I knew I was going to be involved in entertainment. I was like, all right. Went back to school. Went to some occupational center kind of school. But I was hell-bent on being great. So I was like, I'm not just going to get my degree, my high school diploma. I'm going to get a GED too. I'm, I'm super smart. I mean, I am, but like... It was stupid. I shouldn't have done that. It just wasted extra time. Anyway, so I did that for a while. I think it was like a year or like something like that, like eight months. It took me to get it. Um, got into L.A. film school. I didn't know anything about recording arts. I just, I just was like, I just want to do something, like anything with like making music. And I guess they were like, recording arts. Put me in this program. And I fell in love with, being an engineer, I love that I could record myself. I love that I could like be in my room and just like be engulfed in like whatever like, my little mind wanted to do. As an artist, you know, you have to wait on an engineer. You have to uh, wait for a producer to make your beat. Where I was like, oh my God, like I can do it all knowing just these engineer uh, techniques and things like that. So I really just ended up diving more into the audio um, engineer part of it and less of like the music creation part. But I always did it, you know, throughout the years of school. You know, I was there for four years and first got an AA in recording arts. And then I ended up with a BA. Is it a BA? BS? I don't, I don't know. Ended up with like a bachelor's in, bachelor's of science, so BS, uh, in business entertainment. Entertainment business? One of those. Entertainment business, I believe. So, yeah, I was there for a while. But I'm saying all that to say, well, first I was just letting you guys know a little bit about me and like how I got here and like, you know, whatever. But also I'm saying that to say there's a plan, you know, I'm not too religious or whatever. I don't like to like, you know, push religion on anybody. Um, but there's a plan and whether it's God, God's plan, your plan, the master plan, whatever plan that is, there is a plan, you know? And I was just talking about this, like, it's crazy how all those little things that I thought, man, I went to school for recording arts and now I ain't going, you know, I work in Nike. Like all these little things I thought like didn't actually matter and like weren't doing anything for my life. And I'm here now, right? Like, if I wasn't a recording engineer, I wouldn't know how to manipulate this audio and all that other stuff, cut and chop and blah, 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 and record and record myself on the on the video camera. I wouldn't know how to do all these things, you know, troubleshoot my computer, troubleshoot all this stuff. Like, 
So I'm blessed. And I need y'all to understand that you guys are too. Like this isn't, as as you start to grow, you realize like successful, successful people weren't just bullshitting you. You know, they weren't just like, oh, just stay, you know, just stay humble. Just grind, grind, grind and stay focused. You'll get there. And it's like, yes. And I know people are like, nah, it's, it's, it's more than that. But it's like, it's really not. It's really not. It's just like have intentions and keep building on those intentions, you know, and eventually you'll end up in this intention, like this, this ball that you created, you were intentionally created. And like, all of a sudden, you know, life has just hit you, you know? And I feel like I'm so complete now, um, or much more complete with this in my life. Like being able to use all of the assets I've acquired over the years and, all the knowledge and all that stuff to now become a podcaster, to now be able to make videos, record them, edit and all that other stuff. So, you know, just stay down, man. Stay down, stay hungry. What does he say? Stay hungry, stay foolish. Like you got to. Last night, I had to wait to make this podcast because I wanted to watch, hopefully, I was hoping to watch the versus battle with Keisha Cole and Ashanti. And I got to watch it. And I hope you guys did too. I don't know how you guys felt about it. Please let me know in the comments. We might have different opinions. But how did it go? I thought it went, uh, towards the end, it got great. It got good. No, towards, towards, mm, how do I say this? I mean, I've never really heard, I've never heard horrible things about Ashanti, but I've never heard great things about Keisha Cole. And I mean, I was rooting for Keisha. Obviously, Keisha got the hits, right? Like, duh. But in a way, like, it, they won on two different levels. Like, with Keisha, she won on, like, the music, can't like, the undeniable part, right? Timeless music, like, love. You know, OT Genesis came out, like, what? Okay. Nice, you had a surprise in there. Like, I appreciate that. Ashanti won on the being on time part, on the sitting pretty part, on the giving respect even though she didn't get it. And I say that only because, like, if she, if if Keisha was respecting Ashanti, she would respect her time and her effort and and probably you know and things um, to probably make this situation happen. So. I mean, it, at the end of the day, I was happy. I was happy. I had my moments of really, like, vibing out. But when I did the tally, it was like, Keisha Keisha won. Like, I, I legit I legit did as much. You can't. You probably can't see it. I did as much of a tally as I could. You know, at the end, I started to fall off and, like, not give a fuck. But, yeah, you know, I got up to, like, Keisha 6 and Ashanti 2. So that kind of sets the tone of everything. But anyways... All right, all right, all right. Um, During this pandemic, like, you know, there was a Black Friday, things like that. Like, um, all 2020, we've been very intentional about spending um, our money as a culture, obviously. But spending our money with, like, our folks, right? It's like, 
we make too much money and we spend too much money not to do it with each other. And if we want to elevate our our people, then we have to we we got to start from the inside, right? That's just science, I think. I don't even fucking know. Anyways, I was thinking cuz I've been I've been really doing it. Like I've really been trying even this shirt, okay? All right. Black owned. Can't remember the name. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. But y'all wouldn't return that jersey I bought, so it doesn't really matter. Anyways, as intentional as we are with spending our money with black culture, we need to be even more intentional on who in the black culture we spend our money with. Because not, let me let me say this for the people in the back. Not all black business is good business. Just like all, like not all white business is, is good business. Not all Asian or whatever, Latin, all that. There are some people out here that are just, where are they spending the money? Okay. I'll give like a big name. Okay. I'll give a big name. Um, Ray J. Ray J, right? You know, whatever. He makes all these black products. Cool. But do you do you trust him to spend the money that he acquires through his black products the right way? Do we, do we? And I'm not taking away from him because he could donate and all this other stuff. It's just examples. But does he donate to these black communities? Is he doing things to uplift us if we're really, uh, uh, I guess, like throwing our money and putting our money into his hands? Is he is he doing something to push us forward? It, I don't know. I don't know. You know, but. We got to ask ourselves that, like we have to be more even more intentional, like it has to be pure, 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 pure intention all the way down the line as far as where our money is going. Because not, I'm telling you right now, I'll look at some of these people, you know, you'll buy um, a sweatshirt from them or, you know, uh, a jogger suit or something like that, a hat. And then you'll go on their Instagram or something um, and they'll be in the club with bottles and women and, you know, or, or, you know, just all that stuff right? Like all that extra shit. Like I want you to drive a nice car. You work hard. Like all that stuff. Like I can't judge you on that part, but I also can't have you out here in the club spending $40,000 when we're intentionally spending the money with you, hoping that you're going to like create a legacy or some type of like for the culture. Right? So I'm just saying, and if you feel like somebody isn't doing it, maybe you should even pull them to the side and be like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Um, and what made me think about that is I have an associate, right? I'm not going to say a friend, but we, we chat every now and then we DM, um, and they have a really dope clothing line and they've had this clothing line is they've been building it up, building it up, building it up. And you know, I always want to support. I think I bought a hat in the first like couple, in the first year. Um, and then I was going to buy a shirt. But then 
like I'm not going to say like the brand, but it just became not uh, like nothing good is coming from it. You know, when when drugs is a part of the the thing, right? I don't know how I feel about it. I understand the black community and how we've been oppressed and like drugs and all that. other. I understand the history of it, but a kid's going to wear this shirt. That's what goes through my head. Like whether you went through that life unnecessarily or not through oppression or not. Yes. I respect the fact that you are doing something and doing something positive with, you know, your time and your money and you're doing, you're putting forth an effort but now that we made it out of the trap, let's let's change it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I don't want cocaine sprinkled on my shirt. You know, like whatever. Like I don't want coke. I don't want cocaine on my sleeve. I don't want those words on me, right? I don't want, and I don't want that on my little black kid. Like that's even. I was battling that, and I was like, man, I really want to support, but I can't. But I can't. But I can't. And so that was it just led me down this rabbit hole. So I was just like, man, I have to tell my listeners, like be intentional, be pure and make sure if you're going to do it, do it. If you're going to support black people and black businesses, do it, do it. And that's just not by finances. You know what I'm saying? Hold people accountable, hold people accountable. Okay. Cause if it, if it was you, they'd be holding you accountable for sure. All right, all right, all right. So that was a little bit of a deep subject, but anyways, okay, anyways, um, I wanted to do an exercise, right? And it's not necessarily a conversation, but I wanted you guys as listeners to ask yourselves, ask yourselves, right? What does support look like for me? What does support look like for the per- the person closest to me, right? It could be a partner, it could be your sibling, it could be your mom, it could be your dad, it could be whoever, right? Ask yourself, am I supporting only because people are watching? Am I supporting hoping to get on Instagram or get a like or or get a retweet or something? I don't know, every all these verbiage, but or are you doing it because you genuinely want to do it and support you know what I'm saying and I find those two questions go through my mind when I'm figuring something out I just kind of want to touch on that I mean it's nothing too big it's not anything but I just wanted you guys to think about that stuff you know because I I want us to support each other as best as we can we're not perfect we are as black people in America, we are now starting to come up out of that. We're now coming to the healing process, right? And so we're not going to be perfect. But I want us to really set boundaries and really, really just, again, holding holding each other accountable for all these things. Because I know I changed the way that I support people based on me creating a business and understanding the things that I need from others and what drives me, you know? So, yeah, I just wanted to tap it with y'all on that, you know what I'm saying? You guys may 
realize, but I just had to do a little bit of like a, you know, the capital shit happened. Ugh. The invasion from them damn and certain. Anyway, so when that terrorist attack happened on the Capitol building, I was like, whoo, Jesus. Um, What's going to happen in this inauguration? You know, these people are fucking ballsy. They're ballsy. You have to be so ballsy and so entitled to do some shit like that, which we understood who did that shit. But in other news, we have a new sitting president. We have a new sitting vice president. That is huge, guys. We made it through four years of bullshit, of somehow convincing like Saudi Arabia and like all them goddamn places not to blow us the fuck up. Somehow, somehow, which is crazy because I'm telling you, I knew China or like I knew South Korea, somebody was gonna fuck us up. I was like, we done did too much. He done did too much in this four years that I don't know. Live YOLO. I'm telling you, I was living life like that. YOLO. Cause I, but now we have Mr. Joe Biden. Okay. As sitting president. We have Kamala Harris as sitting vice president. First female vice president. Congratulations, y'all. Congratulations. I know we congratulated y'all when you officially won, but you know, there was a lot of bullshit happening. There was, you know, recounts and all this other stuff. So just uh right um yeah so i just wanted to say that like just let that sink in like forget race just like we went through some shit you know what i mean black people were already going through some shit but now we went through some other shit and we made it we made it so congratulations you know and really to in this episode, I wanted to do something a little bit different. I wanted to, actually, I'm going to talk about a, a quote I heard recently. And I, I tried to tell it to my girlfriend, but she already knew. She's like, oh, I already heard it. Shut up. Right? So, but it was deep. It was deep. Um, I can't remember who said it, where I was watching it. But the guy said, you shouldn't speak if you can't improve the silence. I was like. Deep. I had to re I had to rewind that. I had to rewind that. You shouldn't speak if you can't improve the silence. Boom. I needed to hear that. Cause sometimes I'd be saying, sometimes I'd be saying some stuff. And I should I probably shouldn't have said it out loud. Like it, it didn't improve the silence. You know? And I'm working on it. So I just thought I'd pass that gym along to you. Pass that gym along to you, because I'll tell you something. It's hard. All right, guys. Before we wrap this up, I do want to do the put you on segment that I've I think I've been pretty consistent at doing. I try to be pretty consistent at doing of put you on, putting you on to something. Again, we're here to support, motivate, and inform you. So along those lines of support, because I want you to support this person, even though they probably don't need it at this point, they're blown up, but I want you to support this person. And this, I'm saying this to motivate y'all because he motivates y'all. And he goes by MJ Harris, okay? I, I believe his ad is at MJ Harris. If not, I'm sorry. But um, 
Super cool dude, man. And it's funny because when I was going, when I was back in college and we were learning about like marketing and business and, and like, uh, what's it called? Um, creative accounting and things like that. They played his videos and obviously I didn't know he was going to be on social media or anything like that, but I saved all his videos. I remember that. Like I was like, oh man, I need to really like lock in on, on what he's saying. Um, and now he's just like all over, like he's ended up on my timeline and like, I, I can't get enough of him. I can't, he's just so motivational. And I, at this point, it's like, it just, it just comes out of him. Like he don't, he just lives this shit. Like he just lives motivating others and supporting others. And I just think like his spirit just seems so pure. And, um, yeah, I wanted to put you guys on to, to him, you know, Every time he comes on my my timeline, I click his videos, he's saying something of of use. He's giving me something. You know what I'm saying? Um, and I want you guys to have that. I don't want your timeline to be, gosh, full of junk, full of shade rooms and 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 all that other stuff, Hollywood unlocks and things like. Let's start redirect, redirecting our focus off of others and like our own shit, you know? building us up. So that's that point. So MJ Harris at MJ Harris, cool dude, very motivational. Um, or look up his YouTube videos. I know he has countless YouTube videos and I mean, great spirit, great spirit, great intention, great stuff to know. So again, guys, I just put you on. Boom. So 2020, this is like my first episode since the end of the year. Um, even before that, I had an episode with my brother and then this most recent episode was with Ebby. Um, So I haven't had like a direct episode, just me and you guys. And I wanted to end this episode with a moment of silence. And we'll get to that moment of silence. But it's more about like, 2020 was nuts and we're not going to all be able to dissect it right this second. Cause we're kind of still in it, but 2020 was deep, was deadly. You know, if it wasn't you, it was somebody next to you. If it wasn't them, it was somebody three degrees, but I just felt like it's very deadly last year. Um, especially with like celebrities or entertainers, you know, it was just very deadly. I felt like, Every day I felt like there was someone passing. So, again, I wanted to do a moment of silence. And after the moment of silence, um, I'm going to read names of some of the lives lost in 2020 that have been pretty impactful on not just my life, but people around me. So, here we go. Kobe Bryant, MF Doom, Chadwick Boseman, Chi-Chi Devane, George Floyd, Raymond Allen, Regis Philbin, Naya Rivera, Jazz Waters, Gregory Boyce, Betty Wright, Andre Harrell, Little Richard, Miss Minnie, Bill Withers, B. Smith, 
Esther Scott, Jeanette Du Bois, Rocky Johnson, Lexi Alija, Joe Clark, John Ecstasy Fletcher, Charlie Pride, Tiny Debo Lister, Natalie Dizelle Reed, Burt Belasco, Anthony Chrism, Alex Trebek, Ifran Khan, Johnny Nash, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, RBG, Cliff Robinson. So with that, I'm Chef Che, and you just tuned into the Culture Menu Podcast. Tap in.